0: I'm Margaret Cerullo, and I've taught and directed the Feminist Studies program at Hampshire College for over 20 years. And I arrived in Mexico for the first time in January of 1994, which was a fateful moment. The convergence both of the entrenchment of neoliberalism with the signing of NAFTA and the Zapatista uprising. And I've, both of those phenomena have been the center of my research and politics, which I've tried, to which I've tried to bring a queer and feminist lens. So I'm very, very honored to be moderating this panel because if you live and work in Mexico as a feminist, uh, you do hear about the work of the Extraordinary Gender Studies Program at the UNAM, the PUEG, which stands for Programa Universitario de Estudios de de Género. And this panel is going to address the kind of work produced by that program, um, which was itself created in 1992 and describes itself as having four main functions, teaching, gender mainstreaming, or as they continually slip, saying gender mainstreaming, uh, engagement with social issues, and dissemination of art and culture. And you're going to see dimensions of all of these in their presentation. What, what um, our compañeros have, have prepared is a 45-minute presentation that will do better with no interruptions. So I'm going to present them all to you at the beginning. First is Marisa Balastegui-Goitia, I've been practicing her name all morning, um, who is currently the head of the program. Uh, and Marissa has a, a Ph.D. in ethnic studies from Berkeley and a master's in psychoanalytic theory uh, focused on Latino and Latin American literature. She's published widely, nationally and internationally, including having an article in, the, in Sonia's book that she described yesterday of Guer- guerras y pueretas. that's about race and gender in the Mexican context. Uh, Her work analyzes the forms of cultural representation in social movements on Mexico's two borders, not only the one that we see immediately looking down, but also Mexico's southern border. And she was recently awarded the Academic of the Year prize by the government of the city of Mexico. Then comes Rian Lozano, who also participates in the Gender Studies program as chair of research and academic programs. Um, Rian has a PhD in philosophy and a degree in art history at the university. What is it that feminists (laughs) have to have many degrees? and and, uh, From the University of Valencia in Spain, and she has been visiting professor, researcher, at Goldsmith's College in London, the University of Rennes in France, and also at the UNAM. She works, in addition, as uh, an independent curator and art critic, and has been a member of the curatorial department at Manifesta Ocho, which is the European Biennial of Contemporary Art. Her work focuses on the analysis, I love this, of abnormal cultural practices and their connections to questions of representation, power, and other epistemologies. Then we have Elena Lopez, whose area, and I've been quite fascinated uh, as I've read the different areas that each of our participants coordinates, the area that she coordinates in the Gender Studies Program is called Literature, Cinema, and Affectivity um, Elena was a, had a Fulbright at Brown and was a, a postdoc at the School of Advanced Studies at the University of London. She's also taught in various universities in France and the UK and has been at the BUEG since February of last year, of 2010. Her main research areas are Spanish and Mexican cultural studies, feminism, and gender theories. And finally, we have Lorena Wolfer, who is an artist and cultural activist who's presented her work literally all over the world, from China to Canada, all over Europe, the U.S., Mexico, and Venezuela. Um, For over four years, she's worked on a project that I hope she'll tell us about called Exposed Public Records, a cultural intervention project that revolves around violence toward women in Mexico. She is the academic coordinator of the area called Art, Culture and Justice, Alternative Representations and Performativities, also part of the Gender Studies Program. Um, she conducts workshops and courses in Mexico and abroad, had radio programs. Her writings have been published all over the world. And that concludes the introductions to these four extraordinary women. And then I'm going to join you in the audience for their performance, thank you.
1: So thank you very much for being here. Thank you, Janet Jackson and Elizabeth Castelli and Catherine Same for inviting us to this 40-year celebration of advanced feminist scholarship in one of the most discussed and important articulations, the juncture between activism and academia. Feminists have been specialists in deconstructing, undoing, dismantling binaries above, below, inside, outside, linear and curved, straight and queer, active and passive, us and them. Some questions emerge. What does the juncture between academia and activism produce, convey, advance when placed inside academia? How does this pair condense signification? Is it academia above and activism below? Or academia inside and activism outside? In one word, how do we understand the production and reception of feminism work through the binary within a framework of transnational academia? One circling around translation. We have been working very hard to render our experience, our precise pedagogy, and our projects involving activism and academia inside this exciting conference. More uh, than a rendering, we are looking at a surrender vis-a-vis the fault lines of translations. That is the way in which feminist action, thought, and theorizing travels, particularly from Spanish to English. We surrender to knowing what to say. We we begin by letting you know that we are not going to be able to translate what we do. Our pedagogy initiates with an instance on what not to say, what not to repeat or better reply, what not to convey. In order to underline which are the practices, the frames, the discourses we do not want to represent, we will intervene in your frame of visibility, in your perspective. What became important for us in this act of surrender is not, of course, to give up the promise of the possibility of mutual understanding, but to strive and foster for it otherwise, differently. This fostering of a different way to signify, to provoke attention, understanding, and collaboration for change constitutes our landmark of a type of pedagogy that signs our work and our junctures, nuestras fronteras. Activism and academia pedagogy and performativity queer and straight line and curve image and language outside and inside the strife for translation represents that we want to perform a celebration of contact and travel we want to perform that we are trapped and safe immerse and emerge by a twist in the act of misunderstanding a twist we figure out a way in which we could represent what we do not want to say by offering frames as snapshots that could measure spaces, distances, silences, and assumptions to underline in which ways I am not you, we are not here, and the subject is not the other. To make this crucial punctum comprehensible, we decided that we want to take you to a side site. A view of our university and our space from three sides. Above, below, afar. Getting closer. Three snapshots as a frame for what we do not want to say. First, side-side. On Friday, February 1, 2009, Tulio Liscano, a Colombia congressman, escaped from FARC, Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia guerrilla, after eight years of captivity somewhere in the jungles of Colombia. During those eight years, he talked to only 17 people and saw the sun only twice. He engaged in an activity that saved his life, as he explains to the Mexican newspaper Reforma. I found a strategy to defeat loneliness. I cut several sticks, buried them in the ground, cut little pieces of paper, and wrote some names on them of students I used to teach in the university. I placed one name on every single little stick. In the morning, I used to prepare class with the notebook and a pencil they gave me. During the evening, resembling what I did my whole life, I taught at that imaginary classroom. I asked them questions and answered in their name. That exercise, as crazy as it sounds, kept me alive. Liscano transformed the space where he was captive and constructed an imaginary relationship through the classroom. Second, side-side. From below, Comandante Esther. On her speech of La Marcha del Color de la Tierra, In front of the National Congress in August 2001, Comandante Zapatista Esther talked about the importance of respecting signed accords between Zapatistas and government. She ends her speech as follows. Por mi mi voz habla el Ejército Zapatista de Liberación Nacional. La palabra que trae esta voz es un clamor. No venimos a humillar a nadie. No venimos a vencer a nadie. No venimos a legislar. Venimos a que nos escuchen y a escucharlos. Venimos a dialogar. Mi nombre es Esther, pero eso no importa. Soy zapatista, soy indígena, soy comandanta, soy mujer, soy pobre. Esta tribuna es un símbolo. Este es el mensaje central de mis palabras. Ansaldúa finished her essay La Prieta with a postscript: What cannot belong on the body of the text and what lays below. Postscript one. El mundo zurdo, un mundo donde quepan muchos mundos. El estirón. Postscript 2. The war on territory. Masago indigenous women lock the dam. Sick of their men, defeated in negotiations with the government, they say, if men can do it, we will. Third side sight from afar. Voladores de Papantla. This scene of a sight sight as opening of the point of view offer two important maneuvers or better movidas as Chela Sandoval would say, setting a sight and setting an accent, a turn. These movidas articulate the notion of translation to a subject position, to a point of view. Movidas, maneuvers, as forms of translation produce the scenario and operation of our pedagogy and our perspectives from three sides. From the classroom as an imaginary space where you can transform reality, from the voices that speak from below and from afar, the descent, the grounding of ideas into questions, the function of gender as an, an interrogation device, an analytical category the terms that turns the world upside down. In this order of thoughts, we may define our perspective as maneuver to reduce or amplify the view by setting a side sight, an accent, a turn. A perspective is then, in a way, an intervention on translation, which implies in English translation and in German übersetzen the notion of transportation, movement, displacement, above to an imaginary space the classroom, below to marginal voices and upside, upside down as in gender as a category of analysis. And interrogation. Consequently, we define gender perspective as displacement and administrations of twists and turns and accents which transform a circle, a center, into a more expanded figure of the spiral, multiple centers and turns. A critique, a theory produced by way of turns of questions that unfold and turn around and upside down domains of knowledge. Three, accents and turns. We present now two scenes of turns and twists, two spirals as pedagogical maneuvers. One, public universities in Latin America, narratives of open and curved spaces. La universidad como plaza y como espiral. University as square as plaza and spiral. UNAM is a public university. Public universities in Mexico have a special mandate in Latin America, a mission parallel to objectives and goals. The grades of the fraction between the world objective, goal, to the more activist mission, locate public universities on a border with a type of knowledge produced by friction and contact with what hurts and wounds, wounds society. Our mission is to generate equality, social justice, and democratic frames. Two, the classroom. This contact, this friction, contortion, and movement with social tensions, social wounds, is the point of origin of the operation that transforms our classroom. The classroom is located at the border with the outside, and, in, and it twists through the tensions of the social. The classroom, in specific instances, gets transformed into an open place, a huge center without walls, a surface where all the waves collide, a plaza a square, the site for emplacement, lugar de la toma de la palabra, a site to develop a voice. Young people are creating an organization in both the plazas and the virtual world. From there, they claim, articulate, debate and demand answers. They emplace, they challenge. Los indignados emplazan, toman la palabra, the outrage place have a voice. We understand the classroom as a site for emplacement and as a space for indignation, not only for the construction, analyzing and unpacking it. Emplacement, situation, location, articulation of speech and action. Indignation, anger aroused by something unjust, unworthy or mean. The presence of the military, in Mexico, has intervened in the life of women and young men. Our program, seminars, research projects, workshops, turn around and interrogate, try to turn conceptually upside down two systems that have been growing for the last decade and that represent the collapse of democracy, equality, and the loss of rights, lives, and opportunities of the disenfranchised in Mexico, the military and the prison system. Both complex affect mainly poor women and poor young men. Our pedagogy of the spiral functions questioning and intervening those systems, these machineries of production of authoritarism. We analyze them. We teach in our graduate seminars their relation, its operation, and the forms of domination and control they develop. But at the same time, we work inside them and with them. We generate pro- projects where gender functions as an analytical category and favors change, change and consciousness. We put gender in motion. We make this category descend and transform our classrooms into plazas where female indignation has taken place.
2: Well, thank you. El programa Universitario de Estudios de Género, as we have seen with Marisa, is a working machinery, a machinery for doing things. What I am trying to do within the next 10 minutes is to present you some of the scenarios we are working on in relation to these perspectives and accents, expanding on the theoretical lines and methodologies performed by the PUEG. The PUEG is not a very big program in terms of space occupied in one of the biggest universities in the world, the UNAM. But this program is facing, or better, giving response to a large variety of contemporary urgencies. That is, we are intervening and acting in several political issues related to social justice, human rights, violence, and equality, with special care on women and feminist requirements. And that is connected with the unconditional nature of public university, with its public task. It is not by chance that in a situation like the one Mexico is facing today, the is intervening, among others, in three meaningful scenarios the military, the education, and the penal justice field. And I use here the term field in order to understand it as a field work, that is quoting Edith Rugo- to think our work as a field of work beyond the traditionally academic disciplines. Those three spaces I was referring to are major devices in the construction or deconstruction and also destruction of democracy. And uh, yes, they are also the three main artifacts of the so-called disciplinary um, societies. These three locations, as you may notice, are related to different exercises of power and violence. And what is not insignificant, they are also three spaces for the administration of a very particular kind of knowledge. The challenge was then how to put a foot inside and how to provoke with this centripetal turn with different acentos, this location able to open new ways of doing. And here again, the movement of the spiral. From the intervention, from a gender perspective and against violence, at the textbooks and the training of teachers all over the nation, to the curricula to the, of the military school and the sensitization of militars. From the, from the kindergarten, the primary and secondary school, to the ministry of education from the Secretary of Defense to the headquarters, and since today they are just empty buildings, from there, from the headquarters, to the streets of Mexico, where sold the SI today by thousands. There are two very significant features, we could say, served by these dislocating activities we are doing. The first one is that they could only be achieved, and this is very important for us, from a collaborative starting point. That is, the work of the the PUEJ with the institutions, but also with all the individuals involved. And we can think about teachers, about captains, about soldiers, about inmates, about, of course, students. In this sense, the we in the production of an activist knowledge is not only a true grammatical situation. It is also an ontological principle, a sense of community and of common work. On the other hand, the Pueg, through all this churn and, ac- and, and, and acentos, aims to expand and to arrive to the maximum number of people, to intervene and to transform from the top to the bottom and the other way around. And here again, we cannot avoid the importance of these three institutions addressed defense, education, and penal system especially in a big country like Mexico facing today one of of its most violent periods in history and in a very complex situation of repression and human rights violation. But I would like to say also, I mean, this is not exceptional in Mexico. We also see human rights violation in this part of the world. Even if we don't have the time to to go deep into these actions, that. there are an actual work in progress, an activist work in progress. We could say. I would like to stress that in all these three scenarios, but also in other projects like the one developed with our graduate students, the work is not—and this is very, very important—I think this is one of like our main ideas, main activities. Main activities. The work is not providing knowledge or new patents for the activity of external activist groups, NGOs, civil society, etc. On the contrary, we work from the basis of the idea that the production of knowledge is an activist work itself. A feminist activism, in our case. That means that even if sometimes we do work with other activists, mainly we consider ourselves as academic activists, giving an estirón to the notion of knowledge. We can then say that this notion of knowledge in our equation, and this equation is the production of knowledge is an activist's work. So this notion of knowledge has moved away from the sum of what is known, the transmission of the already known, to new pedagogies for for producing other knowledges. The pedagogical perspective, as Marisa has already uh, suggested, is the main structural axis of the activity of our program. We work and we work very hard on the production of an activist pedagogy. A pedagogy that can be adjetivized and unfold. Contact pedagogy, performative pedagogy, critical pedagogy, visual pedagogy. We can unfold this kind of pedagogy in order to explain our querying procedure. A queering direction and motion, a non-straight one the oblique movement. Knowledge is, as we well know, a geographic question. A question of graphics and sites. Understanding this word from its etymological meaning, its Greek origin, geo plus graphe, writing and drawing from allocation. In our, pedagog- in our pedagogical turn, we are shifting from the traditional body of knowledge to the location of voices, writing, drawings, coming from different bodies. The creation of new geographies. The bodies are placed at the center of the question for two immediate reasons. First of all, because we are aware that the bodies themselves and the common experience they share, and I want to know if you understand me when I would say share, share something, some, something with some other one, no? Le partage, because yesterday we were discussing that with my colleagues and they were saying, no, they won't understand you if you say, sir, sure. sure. partager, okay? Because it's also like one of our main uh, ideas. So, uh, so, so, yeah, we understand that the bodies themselves and the common experience they share are responsible for the production of a type of knowledge, an epistemic field, occupied and generated at the same time by the bodies. And that's one of the reasons why we are using performance as we will see with Lorena in our our classes, in our teaching. But also, and this is the second reason we were referring to, because in our context, in the place and time where we live and work, the bodies, the dead bodies, the raped ones, the ones mutilated, the imprisoned bodies, the militarized ones, the indigenous bodies, the bodies in the classrooms, and the bodies that meet at the plaza demonstrating their indignation all these bodies do matter. This location of voices has to do, of course, with the politics of location, that also Sonia Alvarez uh, mentioned yesterday, but understood in our case in its more physical sense. The location of bodies of scholars and students out of academia at the prison, the headquarters, the schools, the museums, and the location of the bodies and voices, and so the political empowerment of indigenous women, inmates, artists, activists, inside and at the borders of academia. And here our question, or better Lorena's question arises, what place do we confer to both our body and experience in the understanding and generation of knowledge within academia? This location is a theoretical space constructed from particular, particular bodies, subjects working together. It is a theoretical place that emerges from encounters with students, with inmates, with civil society, with teachers, with artists. We could say that this location, this site, is founded, is founded on a unique principle of sharing. Again, it is an interbeing space. A space from where we can produce other ways of seeing, other ways of looking, and other ways of presenting the world and creating meaning. And what is even more important, other ways of doing that affect and have an effect in the life of women and other marginalized and trust bodies. An active intervention, an activist work for the reconstruction of an injured society. At the Puech we are performing rehearsing, we are querying and spiralizing all these concepts that are normally marked in red in our text processors. We are doing all that inside the academy but spreading its limits, following the movement of the spiral where the center is continually displaced. Where one foot is inside while the other is outside. Where one hand is stretching the south and the other is pulling the north. Holding hands, raising hands and reaching hands. And as Clarice Lispector said in one of her novels, dar la mano a alguien fue siempre lo que espere de la alegría.
3: Gracias. Your gaze of bringing the spiral that we work with here to this plaza is to incorporate your voices, the voices that I have been gathering yesterday and today. These are your answers to the question that Rian just mentioned that I've been posing to you, which has been, what place do you confer to both your body and your experience in the generation and understanding of knowledge in academia? These are your voices at the plaza, your spiral, these are your turns, and these are your accents. I don't quite understand the question, but my body is so important to me. Honestly, The body is so vital to understand self and forming identity. I love my body. Engaged in a dance of deconstruction and creation, always a student, finding beauty in the struggle. I'd like to, I want to experience thought viscerally, but it takes work. Every now and then it happens. How to prolong this moment. I spent years pretending I didn't have a body. Now I'm trying to figure out where it should go. Suggestions? (laughs) I feel immediately judged by how my body is and especially how I dress. I think our society focuses too much on the body as a space for identity formation. My body is ignored and central. I am always striving for the connection between my body and experiences and what I take away from my academic life. I feel accomplished and purposeful when these things intersect. My body is the only lens through which I've ever had to understand knowledge and gives me a unique position. I am re-inhabiting my physical self after some years of neglect. Of course the body is not a shell, but integral to self. It's my home. And our favorite is front and center. Well, um, in this last intervention,
4: I will finally focus on the actual praxis of the pedagogical agenda that my colleagues have just theorized. According to what they have explained, this agenda, this pedagogy of the spiral, is shaped by the intersection of four terms. First, transdisciplinarity, the effort to find new and coarse vocabularies to address the asymmetry stemming from hegemonic models of gender and sexuality. Second, contact. The production of knowledge as a fundamental, public, interactional, contagious, and transformative practice coined by Marisa as a pedagogy of desire. Third, performativity. Insofar as contact pedagogies aim at doing things, I mean, doing new things with regard to our gender bodies in a national context of, as my colleagues have just said, acute material and symbolic violence. This performative turn has resulted in moving from a representational model to a performative one. We are therefore more interested in the how than in the what, in effectivity than in representation. And finally, dissemination, that is to say, the unfolding quality of the way we understand education as a practice radically conflating the academy with activism. Now, the spatial metaphor in this unfolding pedagogy should be taken literally, hence the actual praxis of our educational activities in three distinctive spaces, the prism, the museum, and the classroom you might have noticed this queer order. First the prison, then the museum, and finally the classroom. This weird sequence, at least for those working as we do in higher education, is a way of foregrounding not only the social dysfunctionality of the Mexican state, It is also a way of conveying to what extent the very conditions of Mexico change my own understanding of higher education and research. I started working at the PUEG in February 2010 after uh, having taught at a UK university for five years and previously for two years at a couple of French institutions. I am as well of Spanish origin. So the tremendous distance between educational, economic, and political conditions in Europe and in Mexico has most definitely intensified my view on the relationship between research, teaching, and activism. I will look now, uh, I, sorry, I will look now very briefly at the feminist pedagogies unfolded in these three spaces. The prison. In 2009, the PUER, started working in Mujeres en Espiral, a project of cultural intervention with women incarcerated in the prison of Santa Marta Catitla in Mexico City. In such a failed system of justice as the Mexican, women usually get the worst part, not to mention if they are poor and have the wrong color of skin. Consider that women accused of homicide tend to have sentences a quarter higher than men or the devastating abandonment suffered by women compared to male inmates, who more frequently are taken care of by their wives, mothers, sisters, and female neighbors or friends. In this context of social and state negligence, we as academics felt urge to generate a cultural and pedagogical project attempting to elicit pleasure and empowerment, as well as a political understanding of the relationship between subjectivity, citizenship, and the state. Because of these objectives, Mujeres en Espiral was inspired by a performative philosophy taking very seriously women's experiences and emotions rather than by a philosophy of order aimed at disciplining individuals. Then the museum, and I quote here, Space does not exist, it is just a metaphor for the structure of our existence. These words by Louis Bourgeois in her fascinating book, Destruction of the Father, Reconstruction of the Father, encapsulate the intention behind our desplazamiento, our displacement to the space of the museum. How do we teach feminism a theory and a practice highly concerned with different forms of domination if the classroom itself generates certain dynamics of power? How do we achieve a more horizontal relationship with students? Hey, let's just lie down on the floor, said one of them, to all of us, was discussing this issue about the classroom as some sort of specialization of the law of the father. Moving to a light and massive room in the new University Museum of Contemporary Art, as well as the collaboration with a group of young artists led by Mexican performance artist Monica Mayer, who you might, some of you might know, um, has resulted in an innovative, exciting, and symmetrical form of producing feminist knowledge. Acting out Joan Riviere's womanliness as a masquerade' or Rita Laura Segato's The Writing on the Body of Murdered Women' is a challenging but, believe me, worthy attempt at doing and undoing gender. And finally, the third space is the classroom. In our graduate, postgraduate and research seminars, we are committed to a productive theoretical dialogue between the North and the South, In order to do so, we do not disregard metropolitan epistemologies. On the contrary, as Rian mentioned, our only concern is about how to translate epistemological frameworks and concepts into new ones suitable to analyze Mexican reality. Our engagement with a performative pedagogy, as my colleagues have already explained, has to do with our understanding of translation as a process of emplazamiento. That is to say, of literally locating theory and therefore avoiding discursive, of trying to avoid discursive colonization. Thus, our strategic reappropriation of some of the most productive premises of queer theory, namely the performative dimension of gender subjectivity without neglecting The reifying effects, that is to say, the real effects of social interaction. What I mean is that we have to deal theoretically and daily with the fact that despite one's self identification with sex and gender categories, in the end, one's performance is dependent on others' evaluation. Feminicide in Mexico is a good example of this. On the other hand, Queer theories, anti assimilationism has proved to be an immense empowering device for many students from underprivileged backgrounds. As Ricardo Zamar, one of our most able and dear students currently teaching at the Universidad Veracruzana, has recently said in Facebook about his experience in the postgrad seminars at the PUEG. And I quote here first in Spanish and then I will translate. Lo sé, lo vivo, lo gozo. Ha valido la pena llegar hasta aquí. Uno no se construye queer para ir por la vida con remilgos. Si lo que quieres es tenerme, lánzate. And I translate now, or try to, I know it, I live it, I enjoy it. It has been worth getting here. One does not become queer to be fussy. If you want to have me, just throw yourself into my arms. (laughs) In short, in the Pueg, the production and exchange of knowledge in the prison, the museum, and the classroom aims at the feminist pedagogy understood. In the words of Sara Ahmed, and I quote, an affected opening up of the world through the act of wonder. The wonder of realizing not only that other epistemologies are possible but also that these epistemic forms of cognitive justice can result in social and personal changes and emancipation. Thank you.
3: We now bring you the voices of some of our students. These are their words after attending a seminar instructed by Marisa, in which I conducted performative interventions that addressed the ways in which theory and knowledge cross and transform our bodies, and how our bodies, in return, generate other uh, other forms of knowledge. The video shows the final performances at the end of the seminar. Um, the exercise was based on working with representations that situate us, rather than imprison or besiege us. Luis Jaime Estrada. During the seminar, I found myself as a subject actor, positioned, signified, in a field of knowledge and experience that was being transformed along with myself. Selen Arango, the body in academia is not a mystery. It disappears every day in the eyes of those who do not see it. Rosana Peralta, before the seminar, I understood the body as a producer of theory, but had not seen it in a direct, immediate, and possible relationship in an exercise exercise that laid the foundation to truly attempt to produce social theory in its real dimension. Silvia Munoz. Resignifying texts through experience in the body resulted in the production of new forms of knowledge. Mildred Juarez. During my academic training, I had never had the opportunity of resignifying theory from within myself. This approach allowed me to appropriate theory and situate myself inside of it. Mildred Juarez. No, sorry, Agustin Morales. The intersection between performance and theory is not only a different means, but a necessary one to address the social. Rosana Peralta. To assume oneself as a valid element in the elaboration of theoretical explanations without the the fear that experience insofar as it is personal could be invalidated was one of the greatest lessons I learned during the seminar especially because my thesis is based on a personal experience. In addition, it allowed me to look at myself and position myself in relation to the world. Utopia Sea. The seminar allowed us to become aware in relation to taking action and actively intervening to improve our social reality. Silvia Munoz. To locate and identify myself in the text that we read during the seminar, after we presented the performative exercises was truly interesting.
1: Conclusions. We have other types of interventions also from below with students, collectivities, with marginal subjects, with publications, which you can see here, journals and virtual space. We have a, a journal in, in virtual space. What turns all, all of these are interventions also from below. What turns and accentuates from below? Postscripts. What stands below the text at the bottom of the page? Postscript, what does not belong to the main body of the letter? What cannot be said as central and needs to lay down as quatlico state? What emerges from below? Postscript one. The turns of the spiral and the friction of the plaza produce an eroticized classroom, a space full of desire pleasure, and excitement. Entangling the tongue, the spiral of conceptualization engages the body, the flesh, and the spirit. Spirit comes from spiral. Spiral comes from spirit. Entangling of contours of flesh and mind. Postscript 2. We are creating a whole structure against sexual harassment, a stable and clear definition of what hurts, confuses, and denigrates students. At the highest level of Academia Senat, one year ago, we created a commission on gender equity through the mediation, translation, and emplacement, and multiple contortions of the PUEG. This commission functions a site of emplacement where students and faculty may demand authorities' changes in time and matter on issues around gender and gender equity. Postscript 3. We offer graduate seminars for the outraged. Three nuclear seminars that meet the plaza and the spiral on borders and citizenship, gender and politics, and memory and culture. Postscript 4. We created a robust project on gender mainstreaming which produces statistics, quantitative and qualitative information of what does it mean to be a woman at UNAM, campaigns, we have it here laying down, workshops, laws, and interventions on the mainstreaming gender and curriculum. Postscript 5. One of the accents of our pedagogy is the presence of performative actions. Pedagogy and performativity work for us together as intersecting curves. Students travel from the classroom to the plaza by a confection of performative interventions. Who are you in the plaza, we ask. A lesbian laughing, a naked man with tunic and el socalo in front of la catedral. El globero, says Jaime. Postscript 5. What is the contrary of a plaza, of a spiral? The closed walls and vicious circle of prison. We took the plaza and the spiral to prison, a female prison, precisely to the section where women wait twice, not only to go out, but to know when they may go out. Double function, double tyranny of the time. The walls there are specially dense, high and wide. The pedagogy of the spiral needs to speed with radical and gentle turns. An art project which attacks the wall brings us here. The painting of a mural. A mural in a spiral stair. The gray and dirty walls of prison embracing the colors and designs worked by women that wait. We planned a series of mural workshops inside a very stark classroom with the goal of constructing a monumental pro- portrait, a narration that could signify like a portable album, a walking memory that capture women's experience of time inside prison. Vision, vision body and voice, time in prison. What does it mean to think on time in prison? What does time to an enclosed women? What do women to enclose time? Our aim was not only to spell and to magnify the fear and the rage that the present related to the act of waiting, but transform with their waiting in awakening. Waiting and awakening through an oxymoron, an impossible in Mexican prisons, the emplacement of time. Time in a a bottle and the bottle arrives, said Aida, an inmate. Time to throw onto a wall to turn time into a monumental story of how women pass, experience, find, lost time, work time, sold and bought time. How women draw time inside the very space where it enacts its passing, the walls of a stair from where the most awaited moment happens, the descent, the visit. Third session, goal. Structure a notion of time which translates, speaks, represents the emotions inside. Rethink about the notion of time related with women, female time, women time. Render time, surrender to time, translate time into prison, sight side, side of time, from above, from within, from below. Our goal to negotiate a design, a common collective visual autobiography which speaks of the notion of enclosed time, female time, circling time, laundry time, cleaning time, cooking time, death time, lost time, violet time, out of time from time to time. Postscript six and placing time inside closed spaces, waiting and awakening, and placing transformation through ambulant plazas and travel spirals. Activismo and academia are one in the plaza, are the turns of the spiral, are what rip the walls of the classroom of prison. Postscript 7. Ambulant plazas and travel spirals, translation as perspective, to look from above, within, afar, from below. To use research and knowledge to advance feminist research, to be together, to consider what kinds of collaborative projects are possible when scholarship and activists are joined, to embrace, to embrace. Thank you.